0: Hey, what's going on, gang? This is Brandon Petta, host of the Becoming Limitless podcast. I hope you guys are doing super, super well today. Thank you for tuning in. I'm absolutely hyped to be talking about this topic today. Honestly, gang, so the topic I'm talking about is it's pretty much this book I read and this concept that I learned about around 2020, a few years ago by this author named Logan Gelbrich. And so essentially this podcast is just gonna be a combination for what I learned from this book, what I've learned from Logan Gelbrich and how it's actually affected and impacted my life dramatically. So I'll give a little bit of a backstory, okay? So around 2020, I was working for the Atlanta Falcons. Obviously this is COVID time. I ended up getting let go from my job, my career at the Falcons as an inside sales representative because of COVID. And then there was that little gap right there in between after getting let go and then having to decide, oh, what's next? What am I gonna do for my next job career? During my time working for the Falcons, it was on paper like a super cool job, right? Working for an NFL team, but in reality, Doing that type of sales wasn't what I was looking to do. I felt like I I was meant for more. And I understand now, and I am super grateful still that I had the opportunity to have that position because sales is such an important field to have some type of experience in because really like we're always selling we're always selling something our whether it's our products our services our businesses whether we're selling our ideas like literally anything we're always selling so i am still super grateful for that experience too that i learned about selling However, making 80 to 100 cold calls a day, that was absolutely brutal. And I did not see myself doing that for years on end to just climb that ladder. So COVID for me ended up being a blessing. By the tail end of that job anyways, I was thinking about what do I actually want to do? And this was one of those first times I really had a lot of self-inquiry when I was in Atlanta and I was by myself in my room and I'm just like, bro, like, what do you want to do? What what makes you happy? And so I was having those type of questions with myself. But another massive factor that influenced me in making the decision to pursue the path I'm on now, which at the time I didn't know exactly where in the health and wellness field I wanted to go, except I knew I wanted to start with fitness. So I knew that I had enjoyed always training for years prior to that, I had always thought about uh, potentially being a personal trainer. And I was like thinking about it, I was working with a personal trainer at the time is dude, you could totally do this and that whatever. But so again, to bring around how this book affected me, so there was a show that came out on Netflix around the time during COVID when I was in Atlanta, and it was called Down to Earth. And Down to Earth was with Zach Efron and with this guy named Darren Aline. So I watched the show because of Zach Efron. I just thought he was the man. It seemed like a cool show about nature. The show ended up being absolutely incredible. Like one of my favorite shows, pretty much the show where these guys, Zach and Darren Aline, like they just travel across the entire world to just these very biodiverse, eco-friendly type places and pretty much just learn from a bunch of different really cool and smart people about pretty much how to save the planet because obviously the planet being in in such dire shape that it is and has been over the years, like just a really cool show about combining travel with learning about, about ways to save the planet. And I really enjoyed watching the show, but that introduced me to Darren and Darren had a podcast and so I started listening to Darren's podcast and Darren went through all different types of topics about your health and wellness and the type of water you're drinking and going about talking about superfoods and all this stuff. Darren O'Lean a great resource for overall health, wellness, vitality. I highly suggest looking into looking into his stuff But Darren had this guy, Logan Gelbridge, on his podcast. And so I remember being at the LA Fitness in Atlanta and I was riding the stationary bike, just listening to podcasts. And I remember listening to this podcast and every single thing that this man, Logan, was saying was just like hitting a nerve, striking a nerve within me. I was listening to it at that absolutely pivotal perfect time in my life where I needed to hear that exact thing at that exact moment. That has happened to me at many points in time in my life, especially with podcasts where I needed to hear something specifically that has sparked a massive decision in my life. But this podcast, I believe, really was one of the first times that's ever happened to me at this point in my life where I'm in the middle of making a critical decision and something just landed with me and hit home so deeply and felt so true within in my heart and everything. I was just like, wow, holy shit, this is it. And so what he was talking about, what that Logan Gelbridge guy was talking about, he was promoting his book, this book Going Right, but the concepts within Going Right. And so Going Right is, the title of the book is Going a logical justification for pursuing your dreams. And what Logan Gelbridge does in this book is he pretty much outlines and explains logically why it actually makes sense for us to choose our plan A, pursue our dreams, pursue our vision, instead of going the plan B, the quote-unquote safe path, the quote-unquote certain path. And he gives all these reasons why actually makes way more sense for us to chase our dreams, to chase that vision. And so I'm just going to pretty much try and explain to you how I digested this information and how it really sat with me. So I want to start here because this visualization has helped me so many times in my life that I feel like it can help you so many times too, all right? So whether if you can close your eyes, I, I, I asked if you could close your eyes, it'd be great. If you can't, that's fine too. Just try and visualize this, all right? Visualize that every single decision, every single choice that we have to make in our life as a fork in the road, okay? On this fork in the road, one path leads to everything that you have ever wanted. So this is attaining, becoming your ideal self, attaining your life's vision, attaining your dreams. That's one path. The other path is self-destruction, it's mediocrity, it's regret, and it's settling. You can do this visualization with literally every single choice that you are confronted with in your life. Literally every single choice. Because every single choice and decision we make, one is going to bring us closer to what we want in this life, and one is going to bring us further away from what we want in this life. So really suggest that you start incorporating this visualization. And I believe you'll start stacking up these decisions that are going to get you closer to what you want in your life, but super powerful visualization. And so just to continue on the concept here, the problem that people do often today in society is they rationalize taking the wrong direction when they come face to face with these forks in the road that I was just talking about. See, the thing is, their heart wants to accomplish great things, yet they rationally argue that taking the safe and easy route is more logical, okay? So most Americans are choosing exactly what they don't want in life, in their relationships, in their careers, in their self-expression, because they're settling in small areas over and over again. Too many times our mind overrides our desires and people end up with what they don't really want in their life because they ended up playing it safe. So what people really want in their life is that plan A, right? Whatever it is, maybe they want to be an actress, an artist. Maybe they want to run their own business. Maybe they want to date this or marry this type of woman. What people really want is this plan A but for a lot of people, it seems daunting. It seems out of reach and challenging, right? It's scary. They might, they're probably, they're thinking in their head they're going to fail if they go for their plan A. Plan B, on the other hand, it seems easy and practical, and humans naturally are drawn to the path of least resistance. And in this sense, plan A seems more uncertain and plan B seems more certain. And the thing is, the human condition humans love certainty. And that is why we as a human race usually, or people rationalize plan B, and they give up on their dreams, right? Does that sound familiar? Plan B seems safe, it seems certain, and plan A seems risky. It seems daunting, seems challenging, not sure if you're gonna be able to do it, right? Here is the caveat, and here is one of the main points that I wanna bring to your awareness and your attention. The only thing that is certain in this life is uncertainty, okay? The best thing that's ever happened to you that you'd ever want to happen to you at this point in time is as real as the worst thing that could potentially ever happen to you. Both of them are equally as probable at this point in time. The only thing that is certain in this life is uncertainty, okay? Safety, the perceived safety that people think they're going to encounter on that plan B is a story that they are telling themselves. They have no fucking idea if the safe path, the quote unquote safe path, will actually be safe or not. Like I said before, we cannot predict the future. People are opting for the route with perceived security and they don't take the route that would actually be their true selves and the route that they're passionate about and would actually be their purpose and their calling. But the thing is, again, these people have no idea if that plan B job or path is actually secure or not. Remember recently, this thing that just happened called COVID? A lot of people did not see that coming and they lost their fucking job. Companies go bankrupt all of the time. People don't foresee themselves when they choose that path B, they don't foresee themselves becoming super depressed or addicted to substances by pursuing a career or a marriage that's not in alignment with what they actually want and with their true selves. So are you starting to see this trend now that that's not safe either. None of those things can be called safe. We can't predict the future. We don't know if there's going to be some type of virus or disease that's going to make us lose our jobs. We don't know if the company is going to go bankrupt because of something that is out of our control. We don't know if by doing the same job that we fucking hate for years on end that it's going to make us depressed. We don't. We can't foresee that in the future. So that's why it's an illusion that picking this plan B is a considered safe and certain path because it's not safe and certain, nothing is certain. So since no such thing as safety and certainty exists, we have to give up the illusion of the safe path. And when we do this, we maximize our ability to contribute our best selves to the world with meaningful work and passionate pursuits. That is the way to live a fulfilled life full of meaning, okay? The simple truth is that life, no matter which path we take, path A or path B, is going to be filled with adversity, all right? So if our path is going to be filled with adversity, why would we choose the path with the adversity that that we don't really care about. You're not going to fight through the adversity on a plan B because you don't really care about it that much. Those type of environments in the plan B, they leave you feeling unfulfilled anyways. You're in them for the wrong reasons. But when you're going for that plan A in adversity strikes, you're going to do everything it takes to sharpen your skills, to improve yourself, to overcome the obstacles, to make it happen for that plan A, because it's your calling, it's your purpose, it's your mission. You're so much more likely to dedicate commitment, deep work, deliberate work, put in the hours and energy and stretch your comfort zone to make your dreams work. Like I said, you're so much more likely to pursue new skills, do whatever it takes. Rather than when you take the safe route, people hardly try and learn and develop new skills. They do the bare minimum. They do the bare minimum on that path B because they don't really care about it. But when you're working so hard to win your dreams, you develop all these different types of skills that are also transferable skills. You develop this commitment, determination, reliability, resilience, grit, creativity, all these different things that you can transfer in your life when you're working towards that plan A. And so again, if the jobs and the routes that we choose are going to be filled with adversity no matter what, Why wouldn't we choose the route? We're so much more likely to be able to withstand that adversity because we're willing to lay it all on the table to make it work because it's our passion, it's our purpose, it's our mission, it fires us up. It's not soul-sucking like that plan B option that we don't care about the truth is we're all going to struggle on our path. So no matter which path we take, why wouldn't we choose to struggle in the places that make us better doing the activities that bring us joy with the people that help us grow? I really want you to ponder that and reflect on that. All right. And so just to transition a little bit, a lot of people don't take that path a because they're trying to avoid adversity. But this is also an interesting point, because Within the adversity that we are inevitably going to face, that is where we grow. That's where we develop and that's where we flourish. So when we're facing adversity in our path to our passion, that's exactly why we are going to flourish because of the adversity that we had to face and persevere through. So people who work towards their plan A, they're more committed, more resilient, they're more fit and equipped to deal with life's adversities, precisely because they had to work through and overcome those adversities, all right? So it's tough to be resilient, to work through the adversities when you don't care about your plan B in life. When you're on your plan B, obstacles come up, adversities come up, people don't wanna work hard to overcome them. And what's probably going to happen when they don't work hard to overcome them? They're going to get fucking fired, or their marriage is going to fail, or whatever, because they didn't really give a shit about it in the first place. So the first sign of resistance that comes up, they don't care about it enough to even do anything. So that path is probably going to crumble anyways. So again, it's not a safe path. The safer path is the plan A, because you're going to do whatever it takes to build resiliency, to make it work doing that plan A to make your dreams come to life. And I want to talk about another factor and why people don't choose that plan A. And it's because of fear of failure, super, super common fear right, of so many people. See, the thing is, people spend their lives, they're trying to avoid pain, right? They're trying to avoid failure. They're avoiding going for their dreams because the hardships, the adversity it's gonna to take to get there. And people end up, they'll pop pills to avoid pain in the same way that they're willing to work a mindless job because they're scared of the pain that would come potentially from failure, all right? But what happens is when we dodge and we flee the challenges that life has to offer, life's richest experiences because of a fear of failure, You're giving up on all possibilities of success. You're giving up on all the infinite possibilities that could come, all right? And this is the reality. Nobody ever achieved the highlight reel of their own story without considerable failure. Seeing each life story for what it is, it's a series of ups and downs. If people had the full understanding of the intertwined relationship that success and failure have, They would fear it less. And this is another big thing with social media. People are only posting the highlights. But if you saw more of the inevitable failures that people had to go through to get to where they were on the highlight reel would you still potentially be so scared of failure? This is why reading different like biographies and watching different documentaries about successful people in their lives is so critical and important because you'll actually see how much they struggled to get to where they did. So instead of just assuming that people had it so easy to have the success they did, get curious and really look into and dive into how they made it happen. Because I can guarantee you it was not a smooth ride. And so if you can see this in more cases and with more successful people, that it wasn't a smooth ride, then you can finally start to recognize that, holy shit, going my path A, it's going to be difficult, but that doesn't mean, and there's definitely going to be failures, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't do that. Because, That's just part of the game. There's ups and downs. That's inevitable. It's inevitable there. All right. Now, I want to talk a little bit about the concept of authenticity. All right. This is another big concept that Logan talks about. So, authenticity can be understood merely as truth. All right. Inauthenticity is an expression of dishonesty. Inauthentic projects are those a person chooses because they are what they feel has to be done because it's what everyone else is doing and therefore there is no alternative. Authentic projects are chosen intrinsically and motivated by what they are worth in themselves. Inauthentic ones are chosen by external motivators. By not choosing our careers and our relationships and our lifestyles based on what we want and instead Based on what society wants, we are accepting inauthenticity. We tell ourselves that deviating from our ideal life is smart and more realistic, but that's ignoring your true expression. We are lying to ourselves when we decide to go the plan B. And when we decide not to follow what our heart wants us to do, when we decide not to follow our passions, we are not being true to ourselves, we are lying to ourselves, we are not being authentic. Okay. This is absolutely massive. Because when you live an authentic life, when you're true to yourself, it alleviates so much anxiety, so much worry. There's no one there's no one to please. You're just listening to your heart. You're listening to what your intuition is telling you. You'll see more green lights. You'll find more happiness. You'll find more fulfillment every single day when you're living in alignment in accordance with your ideal self, okay? And so with this, the backlash, the devil's advocate. Oh, I can't pursue my dream at this point, like I need the money, right? I don't have the financial means to just quit my job, whatever job it is, and go, go for the plan A, take the risk, okay? What I'm saying, it doesn't mean that you can't make an income doing something that's not necessarily your passion and isn't your plan A. What I'm saying is don't ever give up on your plan a no matter what capacity you can give it whether you dedicate time to your plan a is a hobby whether it's part-time until you can make that plan a full-time whatever the time you dedicate towards it is gonna allow that spark to remain lit It's going to give you a reason and a purpose and hope to keep going so that you can still live your authentic life, so that you can still find fulfillment. And so you don't end up a life where you're settling, where your soul is absolutely sucked away because you didn't live authentically to yourself. You did not live in accordance with yourself or what you actually wanted, okay? The whole purpose of this episode was to help you pursue an undeniably more valuable more resilient in more meaningful life okay the going right approach it just makes so much sense to me it makes so much sense to me because again that concept the only thing certain in this life is uncertainty so if everything is uncertain in life why wouldn't we take that gamble or the risk on the plan a because that gamble or risk is essentially equivalent to the gamble or risk on the b side since nothing is guaranteed or certain anyways and working on that path a we're going to develop We're gonna develop commitment, determination, grit, resilience. We're gonna have to cultivate focus and deep work and flow and creativity. We're gonna have to develop all these skills to try and make that plan A work. And we're gonna become better humans for it. We're we're gonna have to challenge ourselves more. We're gonna have to push ourselves outside our comfort zones. We're gonna be more fulfilled and we're gonna be more equipped to do different things. So even if that plan A that initial plan A doesn't work, you're still going to be able to do something that was even maybe potentially close. You might have to pivot somehow. You're going to acquire and develop so many skills along the way to try that plan A. It's like when you set a massive goal for yourself. It's not necessarily about the goal itself and whether you achieve the results or not. It's about who you become, on the way to achieve, on the way to achieving that goal when you're training along the way for that goal when you're hitting shorter goals and shorter milestones on the way to that massive goal that is what's more important who you become is more important and when you choose that plan a you're gonna live more alive. You're gonna have more excitement. You're gonna have more energy, more passion, more determination, grit, resilience, like excitement in your life from chasing that plan A. Okay, when you chase the plan B, when you settle, when you date the girl, when you marry the girl that was never really the one, when you take the job that you don't give a shit about, when you just keep settling in different areas over and over again, you're gonna slowly see those infinite possibilities start to disappear, you're gonna start to feel your soul be sucked away, you're gonna find yourself in a place that you can't believe that you're in, and how did you get there, and why are you feeling this way and so depressed and hopeless and this and that and I just I don't want that for you I want you to live a life of excitement where you feel alive passionate happy where you're just chasing that dream and that vision to create it and make it a reality because the reality of it all is that there is no safe path there is no more risky path none of it none of it is certain at all So we might as well chase that plan A because that is how we're going to live more fulfilled, become greater versions of ourselves along the way anyways, and have more meaning and passion and purpose and fun ultimately in this life, okay? So, gang, I really hope that this helped you. If you want to dive in more, this book by Logan Gelbridge absolutely changed my life. I hope some of these concepts resonated with you and helped you a ton, opened your eyes. And so, yeah, if you have any questions about this topic, about anything I discussed here today, please reach out to me, send me a DM, whatever. Let me know what you thought about the pod, share with whoever you think this could benefit. And yeah, we really appreciate you sticking around, tuning in until the end. Thank you so much, gang. Until next time. Peace!